The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. And welcome! You are just in time for... Wait... Did I roll a wild? Your Marvel Crisis Protocol Plavlog. Uh, we're here with a very special guest, uh, actually someone that's very close uh, and near and dear to our hearts, Mr. Brian Watson, the TO of TOs. Uh, he has oh. TO'd ACO. He's he's helped uh, he's, uh, he's helped TO over LVO. It's so hard with the frontline ones where there's so many O's in so many places. Like they need, to, they need to change up that open format. Right. Everwinner. He TO'd the Salt City GT in Syracuse that we ran uh, this past July. Uh, been literally all over the place, including Midgard Games. And I'm sure, uh, Brian, and absolutely uh, countless um, uh, uh, other places. Yeah, there was, a, there was a little thing in Chicago last year that I helped do. Oh, that, that was- thing. <laughs> you know what? I feel like there was someone in the van with us the whole time. <laughs> But that's right, yeah. Adepticon 2023. Yep. Um, but Brian is going to be TOing and, and really running the MCP events in kind of in full. He is the, the King Ding Doppeldonger of MCP for Everwinter, which is just a couple weeks away. We're going to be talking about a bunch of the cool events that are going to be happening there, including a really interesting charity drive that will be happening on that Friday. Now, yes. As always, uh, we are, in fact, sponsored by a little company called Frontline Gaming. Um, You can check them out at FrontlineGaming.com or FrontlineGaming.org. Or actually, don't even do that. Just go to the link in the show notes. I think that's probably the easiest way to do it. Uh, And they sell miniatures, models, uh, maybe some mats, maybe some other stuff, and including event tickets to events like the Cherokee Open, which will be happening in February of 2024, right on the heels I guess not maybe a month after the heels of LVO 2024, where we've been at events all year this year, including uh, the Atlantic City Open. There's been the Bay Area Open. There's, you know, Cruise Hammer, which I don't think MCP was there, but it's a frontline gaming event. And it sounds dope. It's on a cruise. Why wouldn't you want to do that? But listen, it's dope. It helps the network. It doesn't cost you cost you anything extra. And uh, listen, it's a it's a great time. But that said, Brian. Yes, sir. There's there's a thing that that people do when they play games like this, and uh, sometimes it's thoughts, uh, yep. sometimes it's games played, and sometimes mm-hmm. it's it's hobbying accomplished. Have you True. hobbied, played games, or thoughts? Uh, I have done all three. That's impressive. I've only done one of them, and the answer might surprise you. The answer is the thicket. Um, but no, I have a little I have a little Iron Man's that I've done. The little, little kind of mark, whatever. I want to say MK4, but I think it's wrong. Also, uh, you know what? It's four. Nice. It's canon now. Right now, four. Ding, ding. Ten points for Tim. I am in the middle of uh, a league. So the locals at Midgard are doing like a uh, a road to Everwinter as like a like bunch of practice games. Nice. Leading up to it so they can uh, have their blade sharpened, as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I didn't want to have an uneven amount of people, I threw myself in there. Um, and I'm only playing defenders. None of this dual affiliation thing. We're, we're going we're going full D. Hardline D. Yeah, exactly. Um, the only I think I, there's a couple unaffiliated characters. Um, but it's it's like the standard fare. There's but there's like an immortal Hulk in there, Ant Man's in there because he's just hilarious and I love using him. Um, Heimdall's I mean, immortal Hulk is a defender, isn't he? 
No, he's in Midnight Suns only. Oh, that's what I was thinking of was Midnight Suns. Yeah. Listen, there was magic involved, either for or counter. Right. Um, but yeah, so I've been playing Doctor Strange, which uh, I haven't really played him a lot under the when the crisis uh, updated last year. Yeah. Uh, but now that everything kind of got a little bit smaller, um, and kind of some more compact, like I've I've kind of been enjoying playing him a bit more. Yeah. A six defense dice Wong is absolutely hilarious. Cause you just get you just get people like, oh, I'm just gonna take Bucky and I'm just gonna gun down Wong. And I'm just like, all right, he's within three, so now he's defense four. Ooh, and then gonna add up the shield, so now he's defense six. Oh, okay. that's really nice. It's just hilarious. It's so so much fun. Um, and then if they do like one or two damage, it's just his neck activation, he just heals it. It's just great. Uh tanking Wong is is so much fun. Uh, but yeah, no, that's that's been going that's been going real well. I think my last game I played was Monday against oh. uh the new X-Men. Okay. So that was kind of neat. Was Cyclops at the helm or he was, yeah. He was he was speed of light and all over the place. Ah, oh, it's so great. Just lasered folks down. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was it was so much fun that he was just like he would move to be like, oh look at look at me. I'm outside of three of Iron Fist. And then I'm also gonna like laser Wolverine on the other side of the table. <laughs> I was just like, what's it like what's happening? Just bubble um, around. But no, but it was it was good. Um but the week's been the week's been going well. Um, the, the locals are now getting excited over, over Everwinter stuff. It's kind of like they've now, Everwinter has become like the next thing. Yeah. So they're now like paying attention to it. Um, it is no longer the, the forest. It is now the tree that's right in front of them. So they're like, oh yeah, that's the thing. And, and uh, for those of you that are uh, unaware, um, Everwinter is a convention, he, uh, not here, but in Boston, Massachusetts, December 8th through 10th. Um, so yes. that is coming up. There are tickets still available. Uh, we'll be streaming it live from there as well. So if you haven't checked it out yet, I would highly suggest heading over to WickedDicey.com and grabbing tickets. Uh, there is also a code. If you would like $25 off your ticket, it effectively waves the convention badge. You only got to buy your event ticket for Marvel Crisis Protocol, and that is it. That code is AMG for Life. Number four, AMG for Life. Um, you can put that in, get twenty five dollars off. WickedDicey.com is the place to do it. Yeah, so they've been they've been putting a lot of work in uh, to to make this kind of the the best event that we could. That we can. It was one of our favorites of last year for sure. So we're incredibly okay. excited for this year. Um, yeah, it's it's looking looking really really fun. So how do you what how do you want to how do you want to do this? What do you want to get into? So um, we had Miles and Cam on a couple weeks ago, kind of mm-hmm. to talk about the general picture of of running Everwinter and and what that's like. Um, and Miles, uh, well, and Cam as well. But Miles is always an absolute delight. Um, yes, but. Uh, the one I'm very, very, very much interested in is, and I guess just to get this out of the way, because there's been a couple other events recently that have allowed the core box, have not allowed the core box, it is safe to assume at Everwinter core box and character update fully in play? Oh, please. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Absolutely. Um, Without question. The, the event that I'm super into is this uh, charity event on Friday. Mm-hmm. Yep. So tell me a little bit about what it benefits and and kind of the overall premise. So it is it is benefiting the uh, local Toys for Tots. If you are unfamiliar with it, it is a a, a charity that that helps fund uh, Christmas presents for kids in need. Um, so it's very very well known, very popular. Um, well, and Everwinter too is is placed at a very kind of perfect time, right at the beginning of yeah. December, where that fundraiser will have impact like immediately. Right, exactly. It's not just like going to some national fund that just kind of sits there; like it's getting used immediately. Um, so what what we're doing? I'm kind of taking inspiration from an old War Machine and Hordes event that was yeah. called Food Machine. Basically, what that was is you would donate a bunch of canned goods every canned good that you donated you could use for like 
a cheat in the game. My twist on it is you give the myself the convention money. Give me, give me a donation. And a cur how do you put currencular? A currency earler form? I know it's yeah. not a word, but listen, it is now. It's a word now. Um, yeah, you, you get so you get a bunch of tokens, uh, one for every dollar that you donate. Uh, you also get a high five from me. Whoa! One high five. That's it. I I can only I can only do up so much. They're they're a rare item, <laughs> and there's going to be a menu board that you can spend these tokens on to creatively affect the game. Uh, some might call it cheating. Mm -hmm. I call it having fun in, in a consensual way. I normally call it cheating, forgetting the rules, but that's fair. This is a little bit more forward. Yeah. So there's, there's a couple, there's a couple ways that these kind of work. Like some of them are just flat up. Like you can, you can spend a little token and you can reroll a die that you rolled. Like that's just kind of baseline easy. Mm -hmm. Everyone can kind of wrap their heads around it. Uh, there's a few others where the two players get into like a bidding war if they want something to happen or they don't want something to happen. All right. So, like an anti-system. Yes. So like the easiest one that I can come up with or that I came up with is you can just claim priority without even rolling the priority roll. <laughs> you can just be like, I'm going to bid a token just to win priority. And then everyone's like, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna put down two tokens and you're not. And then you just keep going back and forth until someone decides that they don't wanna they don't wanna do that anymore. Okay, so question. Yeah. So I bid, I'm like, I know priority's mine. I put down a token. They're like, eh, no, I I I I meet you or I raise you that or I, you know, I, yeah, I also put down. So, yeah. so um oh so it can't meet. No. So they can't be like, nope, I'm gonna spend a token too, and we'll just roll normally. They would have to spend two or accept it. Right. It's they you gotta All you gotta right. outfit your opponent. And and what's even fun with the tokens, you can buy more tokens mid-game. <laughs> if you want to like come up to me and like, look, I really need this to happen. Here's another 10 bucks. I'll be like, sweet. And I'll throw 10 tokens at you. Is there an ATM in the hall? I will try to find the closest ATM that will be there. <laughs> okay. There's a bar nearby, so I'm sure that there is. All right, everyone in 2023, not, bring cash. I I will also try to figure out a way if the registration up front will take cards as well. So if you like show me a receipt, I'll do that too. Perfect. But so so it can it can it can get a little sassy. I like that. It can get so sassy. I'm gonna I'm gonna share with you a couple of my favorites. I'm very excited for this. So one of them is, and I took a lot of inspiration for watching and judging a bunch of events, things that just kind of happen throughout a game. Mm -hmm. So one of them I'm calling, whose token is that? So if you have a character with a token on them that's within range one of another character, you can pass that token to that other character. So it'll cost you one token to move a special condition. Mm -hmm. Two two tokens if it happens to be stagger because that's really good. Yep. Or um, or uh, you can also move a activated token. You can move a character token that happens to be there. Like I don't know, like brother Daniel, red skulls, additional defense dice, or or tippy toe, or wherever. So, like, you can move Leviathan armor onto yourself from an enemy Red Skull. Yeah. Because the models are so mixed up, like, you don't know yeah, which... It could have been anyone's. I, it, I'm pretty certain that was, in fact, Wong's. Right, yeah. And um, and also, it costs three to move a Days token oh. from one character to another. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Now, it can only be done during your turn. Mm-hmm. And where you're like, oh, that's just broken, like blah, 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 blah. Your opponent's going to be able to do the same thing because mm -hmm. you're within, like, the best way that you could probably, like, I mean, because you're going to be within range one e anyways, 
So if like you move within, or if you're dazed and you have to be within range one of the guy who dazed you, and you move it back over to them, they can just do it and move it back over to you. So it's madness and hilarious. Hilarity is is going to be a bad. And while it might hurt a character, it's going to benefit the kids of Boston. Right. Exactly. Yeah, so the people who the people who come to this on Friday night definitely need to come in with the right mindset. Yeah. Like if anyone starts like complaining, being like, this is stupid, this is unfair, da 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 da. This no, I this may is benefiting kids of Boston, is what this is. Yeah, I may have fun with it, uh, in your situation and your attitude with with the entire room. I mean, not mean like, but I mean, like, come on. If, like, if, I think if, that has if, to be the standard response, right? If anyone complains, just why do you hate kids? Right, exactly. Why Why do you hate kids, though? Yeah, I just, uh, I'll get creative. <laughs> uh, but some of the other ones, like, you can reuse a tactics card that you had already spent. You know, um, there's one, one of the most expensive ones. It costs five tokens. So it's five, five bucks. Five dues. For one game, you get to pick your crisis and tactics cards from the expanded timeline, not the standard. Oh yeah, I like that a lot. I was actually just thinking about that. I was like, are we going to get a field dressing in in game here? Ooh, spending to get that and be able to reuse it. Ooh, Wong is never going down. Nope, never. Yeah, especially never. with that Leviathan armor. Yeah. So it's a it's a lot of it's a lot of other little other little stuff like that. Um, you can blow up terrain, irregardless of whether you have a superpower or not. <laughs> nice. Just stuff, just stuff, just explodes. But my favorite one, uh, it it's called a sus judge call. So when you measure range from any two things, you can get into a bidding war with your opponent on whether you're in or not, irregardless of even if you're close. So. I could be in my deployment zone mm-hmm. trying to Hulk punch a bullseye in the enemy deployment zone. Yes. And I say, no, I can definitely reach and put down a yeah. token. No, that's within two. <laughs> yeah. And like, like, yep, I got a token to call over the judge and say that it is. <laughs> I like that a lot. But what I, what I think kids start to get, to get fun is like Hulk has three power. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you start as activation, and you interact with the hammer on your opponent's side of the board. Oh. And then you're within one. And then if you bidding war and win that, and then you take your other power, and you take the one on the far right, then you get the bidding war at that, and then you get the one on the far left, and bidding war and take that. So Hulk can start out with three hammers and not even do anything. (laughs) Then he gets two actions. Right. I haven't been thinking about this recently in some hilarious, hilarious ways that it can go. I'm excited for this. And not only am I excited to see it, I'm excited to be able to stream it. Cause I think, I mm. think that's going to be awesome. So we got to get some like cool graphics and stuff going on for when people spend tokens and stuff like that, flashing lights and dance parties and the whole nine. Gotta, gotta figure something out. Right. Um, one of the other ones that I came up that I thought was particularly fun was, Oh, it's always hammers. So when you when you draw when you draw your secured extract, mm-hmm. you can get into a bidding war to replace the extract that you draw with hammers, irregardless of whether whether either of you brought it or not. Like you can just be like, no, we're playing hammers. Oh, I really like that. Researcher comes up. No, actually, it's hammers. It's just it's just hammers because it's always hammers. Ooh. So I thought that would be amusing. Um, and, and like we haven't even gotten to like half of them now like it's how, how does it work when someone wants to reload their tokens um mid-game and they're like oh he's gonna outbid me i need 20 more right now well you would either either find me or or the or like the registration hopefully we're going to be close enough that it's not going to be crazy even if for some reason that registration is far enough mm-hmm. I would be fine. I would, I'm hoping that I could work out something where like I could get like Venmo or PayPal and then I would transfer that over th- to them once, once it's all like, I feel like if you do it as friends and family and not as a sale, there should be no tax right, or anything yeah. on that. So it should be one for one. 
Right. Or maybe we can make one for Wicked Dicey. Yeah. Or if they have one and just have the QR code readily available so that they could just scan that for their Venmo and they could do that. Ooh, that would just be copy out entirely. Yeah. Um, that way, you know, it's one less step where something can go wrong. Uh, we really can like that. we can work out with that. Um, but yeah, so like 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 I said, there's 20 of these things. And uh and I didn't even go over half of them. Can we hear um, two more? Sure. And I may um, ask you for two more after that as well, because the uh the hammers want that some of the names on these are like it's just, real good. But like it it just happens. Like it happens all the time. It's like, oh yeah, hammers yeah, again. Hammers again. Um so after you make an attack, you can just add a condition onto the target. <laughs> oh no. Doesn't matter if the attack has it or not. Doesn't matter what you rolled. You can roll all skulls and be like, oh man, you're incinerated. That sucks. So every condition cost one, stagger cost two. Okay. Just being able to just like yeah, stagger a lot. Lucky, just like stagger a team mm-hmm. would be would be very, very annoying. Um or there's speed of sight, staggering the whole field. Yeah, there you go. Uh what is the other What's one of the other fun ones? Um, oh, yeah. This is another fun one. Uh, before you, actually, not even before you make a die roll, before you count whether you succeed or not in a die roll, mm-hmm. you can just have blanks count as successes. Ooh. Yeah. Just, I, I just count. Everyone I has count the powered gauntlets now. Even, yeah. even for pushing buttons on uh, yeah. Crisis. It's not only yeah, for attack and defense. Hell yeah. Hell, it can even, I mean, it could even be for a priority role. Like, <laughs> I mean, there, there is some stuff where it won't help out in. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't like inevitable in, or inexplicable demise squirrel girl. And it's like, oh, I rolled all blanks. So I'm going to count them all as successes and I'm just going to one shot your Dormammu. Like, you, like, there's some things that you still need the exact symbols. Yes. So whether it's yes or no, a success or not, mm-hmm. that will count for that. Okay. You can't, like, make a blank into anything that you want, but there right. is some restraints into my insanity. So, is it so? And actually, uh, to follow up on that, so outside of the, uh, the Squirrel Girl one, um, mm-hmm. What about Texas cards like um, Tricks and Traps that need specific symbols, but it does kind of decide whether it's a success or not? Or do you just kind of leave out Texas cards as a whole? Uh, no, those should those should be fine. So, like, like for example, let's say uh, Mysterio's Tricks and Traps. Yeah. That would work. Because the... Or Sinister Traps, sorry, is what I was thinking of. As the tactics. Yeah, no, that would that would be fine because the, the result is not like, yes, the, the hit crit and wild. It's counting whether it's a, a success or not. It's not like an additional variable on top of that. OK. Um, right. So, I mean, there'll there'll be a small. Very mini FAQ that I may have to may have to go into. But are there again, physical tokens that people get like they get like a poker yes. chip or something? Yes, it, it, they're going to be actual poker chips. They're not going to be high quality because they're going to be buying like 200 of them. Yeah. So don't expect like Everwinter printed like poker chips or anything like that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Gotta, we got to save the budget for other things. Now, uh, uh, for, for all of the events. Oh, no. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Was there more? Because I'm that's super down. Fun. So we're going to we're going to be starting as soon as early as we can on Friday. The player pack, I think, set at 3 p.m., but I think we can't start until 5. And I said that it's going to be three rounds, but we will go as long as people want to throw money at kids. Okay. You know, in the best way possible. Don't throw rolls of quarters at children like this. I mean, a little bit's fine. Um, But yeah, no, we'll... We'll go as, as late until either the con staff, the hotel staff, or I just pass out. Is one, one of those three is the only way it's going to stop. So Okay. So judge calls early on Saturday morning are going to be perfect. 
And just because I forgot to mention this before, um, this is held at uh, the Weston Waltham in Boston, right? Which is not like yeah. really, it's not like downtown Boston, but it's... it's no, 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 no. It's, it's about like a 20 to 30 minute drive north of it. Um, it is a, it is a, it is a very nice looking hotel. Nice. Uh, it's one of those ones that that's like, it's just glass, like mirrored glass everywhere. So it looks very fancy. The cool thing is that you can see exactly what that looks like right here in the thumbnail. Look at that. Right down there somewhere. He's pointing it to better because I'm like mirrored or something. But yeah. Boop. So it's it's a it's a very nice place. Um, my my partner is really big into salsa dancing, and a lot of their like salsa dancing conventions are in that hotel. Oh, nice! And she's she's like, oh yeah, no, it's great. It's da 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 da. Um, do you want to hear? Do you want to hear a rumor? I very much do. So there's a rumor. Don't don't let Wicked Dicey know that I said this. There's a rumor that there may be food trucks in like parking lot that that might be facilitating food needs because apparently everwinter is 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 a big event mm-hmm. and they're like we don't know if we can if we can feed all you folks so they're like okay so i heard i heard rumors that there may be food trucks but that's one of the things like uh when I went to Gen Con and having mm-hmm. access to number one, a, a handful of like cafeteria things there was was cool. But uh, the food trucks outside versus trying to yeah. find food at a hotel or like driving to some place that, you know, if it's on the hotel premises, it's probably like super expensive. Uh, otherwise, right. you're taking an Uber 20 minutes away to find something that's reasonably priced. And then you're still waiting an hour. Uh, I, I hope that that rumor that may or may not be you know, official uh, ends up, you know, becoming reality because that's a massive convenience and a huge money saver normally at a convention, which is exactly why you should head to wickeddicey.com right now and use that code AMG mm-hmm. for life. Um, oh, all is so, yeah. So that's, that's kind of the main stuff that's going on for Friday. Um, Saturday, the, the big show the as big it show. were, um, First things first is I'm I'm running a a bit of a creative contest. Yeah. Uh, so so it's called so you think you can dev. Uh, it's in the it's in the players pack for for the event. Um, basically, what it is it's a character design contest. So we all know that AMG makes really great characters, but they can't get to them all yet immediately. Yet. So in the meantime, because as as Will Schick would like to say, every character is somebody's favorite. So while they're waiting, there's you you know you kind of have like these kind of like dream ideas of like oh if only they made so and so what would they be like, and what would they do and and all this other stuff. It's a it's a fun kind of like creative exercise that we don't normally get to do. That uh, I decided to to let people like stretch stretch those muscles and, and yeah. work out that kind of creative part of it. Uh, so we are running a, a contest for creating uh, a, a character that doesn't exist at all. Oh. So there are four specific categories that are going out. I'm, I'm not taking everything uh, because our poor judge staff would, would go crazy. So I'm trying to like limit it and focus it out. So the so the four characters that we're going to be doing for this year are Phantom X, uh, Black Knight, Jessica Jones, and Penny Parker with the anime giant spider suit. Oh hell yeah! Okay, because I found them to be incredibly fun. Um, so we're gonna we're taking all these entries, giving it to a giving it to a judge team, and then they're it, it's it's a mix of like competitive focused people and people that are just like, oh well this is fun and this is really in spirit to the character and yeah. so on and so forth. Um and the winner is going to like obviously there's gonna be prizes for them. Um and everyone's everyone who's attending is going to get a character card 
of the winning entry for all four of the categories. Nice. Uh, and that's happening on Saturday, which we'll also we will get into uh, for Sunday. Um, but Saturday, yeah, Saturday is kind of your standard fare, standard timeline, four round event. Um, and it you know, will be an LVO points qualifier, right? It, yeah, it's going to be a, an LVO points event. Uh, the top eight will qualify for the Everwinter Survivor Championship on Sunday. Uh, but one thing that um, I'm doing is I'm doing, I'm having a, an alternative chess clock rule. Okay. Which some people may immediately hear that and go, oh God, what has what happened? <laughs> so I wanted to kind of let people know because in case it happens on stream, they kind of they they might have a bit of a bit of an idea as to what's happening. So for Saturday, not every game needs to be on a chess clock. If one person wants to have a chess clock, then the game will be will be on it. Still 45 minutes per player. There's still going to be a little bit of like five, 10 minutes for a setup time. Mm -hmm. Um so I'm hoping that even with the 90 minute rounds and 45 minutes for each player, game should still be finishing at the same time. Yeah. Um, but the, the main difference that I want to, I want to kind of go forward is with like LVO and a lot of like frontline events that have chess clocks for MCP, when you would end up running out of time, you just lose, mm. which I, no, I understand. No it. And it's kind of the, it's, it's, I mean, there's a tradition there. Um, but I have found that it can lead to some very fast, like sloppy play to try to get in as much as you can, especially once that time starts going down. Mm -hmm. And also, if you build a big lead, you know, and you, and you spend your 45 minutes to like try to like secure a win and just lose out on the last couple seconds and then you lose everything, I think it's kind of a, a little bit of a, of a feel bad. So, I have adjusted it for Everwinter. So basically, if you were to run out of time, you immediately done, you, act, you put activated tokens on the rest of your characters, and then your opponent still gets to do their time. You still do the cleanup phase. You can still potentially score. You still do the power phase. Um, the only thing that you are able to do as a player is roll defense dice and roll dodge dice. You cannot play reactive superpowers. You cannot play tactics cards at all. And even for every subsequent power phase that may happen, it may be only one or two. Um, instead of like powering up your characters, you just put activated tokens on all of your characters. Because there are some attacks and some superpowers and stuff that interact with characters having activated tokens or not. Mm. So like, oh, yeah. for example, like the, the, the bar with no doors leadership for complication, like that would all get thrown out of whack if there weren't activated tokens. Yeah. Out. Um, so that would get really, really weird. So at least there's something. Um, but, you know, you could be at you could finish your time, you know, being up 14, 12 mm -hmm. and your opponent's like. Okay, I gotta make sure that with the rest of my time, he doesn't score at least two more VPs. Right. So you can still push characters off points. You can still try to daze them to take extracts off and and everything else. But it's not just an immediate. Okay, you're done. You lost. Well, you and I think maybe some the scenario sometimes that comes into a lot of people's mind is like, well, I'm going to get slow played and I'm going to use 15 minutes, but my opponent's going to use all 45. I think maybe and maybe this was part of what you were thinking is it's it's honestly more for the closer games. So, like, if you clock out, but your opponent only has 45 seconds left, well, good luck getting back right. that lead in that 45 seconds instead of you auto losing. Yeah, but if it's if it's still if it's like a 1415. Yeah. You know, somebody could still could still do some like quick control effects like throw people off points and right. stuff like that and still be able to kind of Or if you are being slow played and you do have a half an hour left, well, you should be able to pull it out. Yeah. 
So there is there is kind of there is something. I mean, it's still the person who clocks out is still disadvantaged. Yes. You know, yep. but it's not it's not such a it's not just an auto loss. And yeah. just, that's we just move on. So uh, actually very curious. Do you anticipate that being used a lot on day one or Saturday? Um, I, I know that there are some groups of folks. I will not say who and what aquatic finned predators they might be affiliated <laughs> with. Um, okay. Who who have stated that they that they really like these chess clock rules mm-hmm. and they will probably be doing them for every single every single round. Obviously, you're referring to the Taylor Ham Barracudas. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, look at you making two groups mad at <laughs> <laughs> the same time. But on the flip side, is is if you if you and your opponent just want to have like a casual, normal, or I don't even want to say casual game, but if you just want to use like the standard 90 minute round timer, you can do so. If you've had like a rough day and you've like dropped your first two games and your next two, you just like, don't want to worry about it. You know, you, if your opponent's cool with it, like you don't have to play with the chess box. So that way, you know, I think as the day goes on, you're going to see like, the quote lower end tables probably are not going to have any chess clocks on them. Or if like you're, you're brand new and there's somebody else that's just like casual and like, do we want to worry about these? No, great. Let's not. And we'll, we'll move on. Mm-hmm. Like, so you can, you can do that because I've had a number of times where chess clocks were used and it was like a person's first tournament. Yeah. And they're like, what, like, what do we do with these? You know, or like both players had never used chess clocks before. Like we have, like, what do we do? <laughs> like, well, and, and very legitimate. Just, that, you know, that's a, yeah. a somewhat of a barrier of entry and that drives away yeah. new players. Right. And that's the opposite of what any game should be doing is driving away new players. So it, so it, it definitely, it definitely um, is kind of much more of a relaxed version of, of kind of the, the, the standard chess clock rules. Um, so, you know, I've, I've had a, I've had a couple had a couple offers for for tryouts and stuff um so i'm hoping it's still gonna it's still gonna go successful and and things are things are gonna go but we'll uh we'll definitely see how it shakes out but i'm 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 very optimistic that it's going to have a positive effect on things so um and to to circle back real quick so for the so you think you can dev so if someone wanted mm-hmm. to submit a character uh or one of those four characters that you listed uh where can they send that or is that already closed uh there's still a couple weeks left there are a couple cave there there's one major caveat that I have is you have to be going to Everwinter to be able to enter that's another thing that I'm doing to making sure that we don't have like 75 entries yeah from people who have like no, like they're not going to be going, but yet now we have to take all this judge time to like go through them all. So if, if you were waffling before, obviously now you're coming to Everwinter, right? Exactly. And you can um, code AMG for life at checkout at wickeddicey.com to get your ticket. That's it's it's like thirty three percent off. Amazing. Um, and the other thing too is I'm going to be collecting feedback from the judges. So that that people who are there who submitted things will get feedback for their entries like there. And also, I want to kind of like give a little spotlight for the winners. Because I know we haven't talked about it yet, but on Sunday. So Sunday has two events going on at the same time. The the top eight from Saturday are all going to play on Sunday. Three round event. Chess clocks will be mandatory. Um, still with kind of like the relaxed death clock rules. Mm-hmm. Um, the couple things, or the the one main thing with that is winner go home. So like it's an elimination bracket on Sunday. Oh. So like the finals will legitimately be playing for first and second. Nice. Um, which which I kind of, it, it like ups the stakes a little bit. And I don't know, it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of fun. Um, so Sunday, the event for kind of quote everyone else, uh, the four characters that were the kind of the the winning categories, mm-hmm. because everyone's getting character cards, 
all those characters that won the the contest are all going to be legal for Sunday. Ooh. So you could just get you can just get a like a, a character that you want to swap out and just kind of have it as like a proxy. It'll just be a fun little thing. Mm-hmm. Um a couple things with that. If this is successful and people like it, I would like to continue on with it. So that each year, kind of the so you think you can dev meta like slowly builds. However, there's a, there's a couple things with this. If you see me at Everwinter or you get a hold of me through other ways, please do not ask for a category to fix a character. We are not like I am not going to try to do like a crowdsourcing. Let's fix. MCP of characters is like no, that's yeah. not. And listen, I'm not getting into that at all. We saw with that's that character really, update. Like they're obviously listening yeah. and right. updating exactly. the characters right. as they need to be done. Like exactly. And if for if for some reason uh, a character officially comes out, so like let's say let's say Jessica Jones gets released sometime in the summer. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm saying that I have any inside info because I don't. I'm as back of the bus with everybody else. Um, like, let's say that were to happen, the Jessica Jones entry that won would get rotated out. It would no longer be available. So only the official versions of those characters would be there. I figured th- those two things are kind of my my way to let AMG know that I'm not trying to, you know, yeah. step not- on anyone's toes or try to be like, oh, we're going to show you how we're like, no, I'm not trying to get into any sort of attitude like that it's a fun um, little thing that's almost reality showish right like exactly do my, you really the, think you can dev can you really right my, the 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 inspiration that i had for it was a scene of like you know a small group of four guys or gals or non-binaries whatever you want uh that all meet up every other week in their buddy's basement yeah and one guy is just like you know AMG still hasn't made blah. Are you guys cool if I like made my own? And they're like, yeah, I mean, those rules don't seem out of, out of like, they don't seem completely crazy. You know, we don't have like a, a 20 threat pile driver or like whatever. It's sure. That's fine. No, we, we need a wrecking crew where you can only ever use one at once. Cause they're all 17 to 20 points. Right. Exactly. Um, so, you know, it just kind of like get that kind of like feel also give people kind of a different creative outlet and they can still it's still part of the the MCP hobby. Like that's that's all it's really trying to design to do. Like this is not yeah. it's not trying to like flip a middle finger at Atomic Bass games at all. That's the furthest thing that I want. So please don't ask because I will politely tell you no. <laughs> So I had a follow-up question. I saw on the Everwinter uh, 2023 MCP Discord uh, mm-hmm. that there's grudge matches of some form. Oh, yes. This is also the fun thing for Saturday. Sorry, we're going to rewind a little bit. Um, yes, if you are on the MCP Everwinter Discord. Uh, and the link for that, for Wicked Dicey, and for the um, the Toys for Tots uh cheats that you can buy well they'll all i'll have the links for all of those in the in the show yeah, notes in the description be, be down in the down in the doobly-doo down in the doobly-doos when you're going down there to leave a comment and hit like you know and it's it'll be right, right. There. um so folks will be able to issue grudge challenges for round one of saturday so if there's someone that you know that's going to be there that you've always wanted to play against or if like I know, I know that there's a situation coming up. The grudge hasn't officially happened, but I'm going to make sure that it happens because I think it's great. Like player A got a win the tournament like six months ago. Player B got the win back at a tournament like a month later, and so now they're like one and one. So they want the rubber match. So they're going to challenge them to To make sure that round one of Everwinter, they have the rubber match so they can settle right the away. score. Just get it out of the way. Yeah, just Staking the way. their whole qualifier on a grudge. I love it. It's like the opposites of the friends list on Longshanks. Like it's yeah. Not only do I want to play you, we're playing you. 
exactly. There's there's a couple that have happened already, um, but I'm hoping that as things kind of get closer, we're going to get a lot more activity. Um, also, creativity, like I kind of I kind of stole this from another game system. There was a grudge that was it was a video because a, a guy's nickname was Bread. So the grudge was like a guy beating up a loaf of bread. And then Bread's response was an entire rap video that he made <laughs> accepting the challenge. Like I want to eventually get to a point where we're we're at we're at that level. Yeah. Because I think that that'll be amazing. You know, like issuing challenge and cosplay, like come on. Yeah. Like that's that's like and, and, let, and let's be and let's be clear. MCP is kind of the game for that. Yeah. As long as it's an officially licensed costume. Absolutely. Like I have I have an official Daredevil hoodie. Yeah. Like with the cowl. Uh, Roosevelt the- has all those officially licensed uh like bun-ups that I wear normally at conventions, the mm-hmm. alligator Loki one and the Miles Morales and Star uh, yeah, Star Captain Shields. Yeah. That's his real yep. name, Star Captain Shields. The Nightcrawler one. Yeah. The Nightcrawler. Ooh, yeah. I, I think it was Ben uh Ben Ransom on the character update um uh panel from Mini Stravaganza was wearing that mm-hmm. dope Roosevelt's uh Nightcrawler uh button up. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, yeah, it can get things things can get a lot of fun. So yeah, so there'll be there'll be those challenges that, that will happen on Saturday. I'm trying to remind myself, am I? Oh, also, one of the other great things for the for the Discord, I mean, I say great like I'm patting myself on the back. Um, it's just weird. So one of the other things that that I'm trying to do, if you're if you're going in for like a small group and you want to find roommates for the for a hotel, there's a spot to do that. Um, if you want to check out all the prize support, there's a separate channel that you can look at all, all the prize support, and that's constantly growing. And again, it's probably going to keep ramping up as things as things are going on. Um, the players pack, which I can send you a link for, so even if you don't want to go into the Discord, um, but you want to take a look at the players pack anyways, I will make sure that you have a link for that. So all of the information will be there. Nice. It will be a It'll be a great old time. Now, uh, one of the other events that happens at Everwinter, uh, there is a, is there going to be a Wicked Brush there? Yes, there will. Nice. Absolutely. And there was, I know that there was one MCP mini that did very well. It was uh, Miles Morales was uh, clinging onto a, onto a brick wall. He was like in the hoodie and jeans. It was really, really good. I'm hoping we get I'm hoping we get more because there's a lot of good stuff out there. I think that was uh wasn't that I can't remember his name. He had the swank jacket that my Sabretooth is based off of last year. Mm. Um uh I think I know who you're talking about. And I Rusty. think we're both Yes. It was Rusty. I think it was Rusty, yeah. Uh, and that was one thing. Just shout out to Taylor and Rusty real quick. Uh everyone last year we went out to uh, we like the a lot of the MCP folk went out to um, like a, a barcade, right? And played a bunch mm-hmm. of Ninja Turtles and a whole bunch of stuff. And Rusty wore this like leopard print blue and black, like smoking jacket. And it was dope. Oh, that's it was right. I remember this. Yeah. I remember you guys were all freaking out about the smoking jacket. It was so good. So Taylor painted the coat on the um, Apex Predator saber tooth for me mm-hmm. in that blue and black smoking jacket. It is top tier. It is so good. Excellence. So yeah, so um it'll it'll be a good time. It'll be three days of, of hilarity and, and great games played and it'll be a good time. The the infamous tactical rock will be there. Mm. Um folks from Montreal. So one of them they're just I like tattooing say, a like a straight sleeve at this point on that thing right the montreal Shark no, Tank? They, they were starting to say that it's their rock because they're on over half of it which is no longer true by the way oh um yeah no i i had an event in october and there was you know proud yank ended up 
ended up getting added to it. Nice. Uh, a first timer as well. Oh, really? So, That's awesome. Yeah. Yep. Um, he is a he is a bit of a force. So we have another we have another like quasi local that like he's one of those guys that um like will show up and it's just like okay all right it's him here we go. So he made top eight at Nashcon. Oh, nice. This this most recent one. Yeah. Heck yeah. Andy Murray. Good guy. Oh, that name sounds familiar. Mm -hmm. I, maybe I met him at Nashcon last year or something, but yeah. I, I I, even, you know what I think actually not even, not even to give this guy a bit more of a reputation than I already am. Yeah. But I want to say at iron weld, the Montreal guys were trying to recruit him. Because he ended up beating all of them at at various stages of of other events. Well, that's kind of cool. I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. They were trying to like trying to recruit him in, and I remember looking at it. I'm just like, what is this? No, no, you don't do this. Now, uh, speaking of Iron Weld, so Iron Weld is also done by Wicked Dicey. Um, mm-hmm. So same site that you're going to for Everwinter. You can go to for Iron weld as well and i did see i hadn't seen this before on the site i was checking it out today do you know anything about this fall retreat yes so the the fall retreat that is a age of sigmar event gotcha it is a i i actually went to it it was uh it was two three weeks ago um it is a five person age of sigmar team event oh that's right was this what you were telling me about before this like at the boy scout camp and well, that's yeah. awesome. so because we have a lot of listeners that are also Warhammer player. Tell us a little bit about. So hold on. Yeah. So this is this is my scout sash that I won. Um, but you get you get a little sash, and I even got a patch to to sew on there. Oh, there's nothing quite like patches. Yeah, and there was even more patches that you could win. So, not to get too much into the into the weeds about AOS. Um, but like the person who, you know, came in dead last is like smoking boots, wooden spoon, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they gave him a, they gave him a patch that said, I tried my best, which was like a little ribbon with a little star on it. Nice. Um, there were a bunch of like, they had like 15 or 20 different, like little random patches that you could just like do. Yeah. You know, kind of MCP, MCP-esque. It would be like whoever played against the most mutants. You know, like Ooh. either it was like X-Men, X-Force, Brotherhood of Mutants, like whatever you, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But whoever ended up playing against them the most got a special patch for that. You know, whoever like... It could all just... Yeah, I'll just be various random fun things that they were doing. It was, it well, was that, great. That makes a lot more sense. So when Miles and Cameron, they were talking about and well, a big part of the conversation was about like how to reward kind of like like Xbox achievements style, mm-hmm. like, oh, exactly. Kind of the examples you were talking about. And I, I think that's a really creative and, and really fun thing to do at, at an event. Yeah, I think we're I think we're trying to do that for MCP as well. Hell yeah. Uh, the details haven't been finalized yet, mm-hmm. so I don't want to get into it. But there have been talks about, you know, not just having oh first, second, third, get all the like that's that's just not how it's going to work. Well, so uh, speaking of at uh, Iron Weld and Salt City, or was it just Salt City GT? There was a Middleist. Yes, uh, that was that was a. Um, that was at ACO. Oh, it was. When, That's right. When I did that, yeah. That medal is coming back for everywhere. I love there, it. There will, there will be a okayest player award. That's what it was, okayest. Yeah. Yep. All right, cool. Um, on, a, on a funny thing, because Dylan, you know, hopefully Dylan will, Dylan will watch this. The So that kind of, well, brainchild kind of sparked from him a little bit. Yeah. I went to a a big Warhammerish event of the far future. Okay, what is a Warhammerish event? It was it was a forty k tournament. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> um, they had that award. Oh, nice! Somebody won. They they called it like the average guardsman, and it was like it was 
32 people there. So it was the guy who came in 16th. Nice. And I missed it by two spades, two spots. So above or below? Below. I came in 18th. Obviously, you were shooting for it, right? But there was a lot of other people shooting for it, too. Yeah. I mean, there's, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm just glad that I was on the run. Yeah. So considering it was my first tournament of that game in 20 years. Mm-hmm. So, like, legitimately, <laughs> it's not hyperbole. <laughs> it's like 20 years and six months. So, but yeah. But I think that's cool. significant. I think that's about going to wrap it up for us. So once again, here's listen, wickeddicey.com. Sign up for the MCP event in Everwinter, December 8th through 10th at the Wingate in Boston and really outside Boston. If you're worried about driving to Boston, don't worry. You, you don't got to um, yeah. use code AMG for the number four life to get $25 off your ticket effectively you're not paying for the convention badge at that point you're just paying uh for all of the mcp events it's just one ticket to get all the mcp events friday the toys for tots uh what's the uh is there a particular name for this event like cheaty face or something like uh um not officially so the only thing that i've come come up with so far is calling it the whaling event because a whale is a term for like MMOs and stuff is the person who like pays to win everything. Oh yeah. They have like have all the cool stuff and they're just referred to as whales. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking I might want to refer to it as a whaling event, but it kind of counteracts the whole charity. So I was just going to say And whaling for tots doesn't have the same curve. Right. Right. But so that's Friday. Uh, So that's like fishing like, like, like young whales. Like that's right. Yeah. Like veal whale. I don't even know if that's a thing. But um, Saturday is the LVO points qualifier and Sunday is the so you think you can dev event where those will be legal as well as the finals for um, the Everwinter Grand Prix. Um, The top eight. Yes. So we'll be streaming all weekend. So make sure to check out professional or twitch.tv. Some might say uh, slash professional casual network where you'll be able to see all of that greatness and most likely in some way be able to interact with the charity event. Um, and be able to get tokens um, to benefit the charity yourself. Uh, mm. we, we did run out of time, so I do apologize to Will Schick. We didn't have time to have you on uh, for, for your segment tonight, but I promise next week we will find that time. Uh, but until then, guys, make sure to check out professionalcasual.com. Dylan has been putting up a fiendish amount of new blogs over there, and uh, we will very soon be announcing not only the finalists, but the honorable mentions for our PCN Heroes of the Hobby. This was uh, an event that we ran throughout October where we took nominations for people on very much like Brian Watson, uh, champions of the community that make the community better by either innovating or just being there, running events, teaching people how to play. Could be the guy that like does a painting blog like Dylan Dyer or that runs events uh, well like Brian or Will uh, Castillo and the New Jersey group, uh, Tyson, uh, who does a ton of a ton of terrain work and organization for the LVO and for Frontline. And there's a bunch of these people out there that are unsung heroes of the hobby. Um, we're going to be doing that again. But look forward to hearing the four finalists that will be coming out here soon. And you can vote for which of those finalists deserves the grand prize and a customly painted model of one of their favorite characters by our own Taylor Hoyt on the Hobby Hangout. But guys, thank you so much. We'll see you very soon. And I hope to see you at Everwinter. Bye. Get my hand in there. How the blur. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this show, check out all the other great shows here at the Professional Casual Network. Like what, Danny? I'll tell you. On Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play, hosted by me, playing through the Extinction Curse AP. Also, Streaming on twitch.tv slash professional casual network at 7 p.m. Eastern time. You can check out, oh yeah, the power phase, our Marvel Crisis Protocol live battle report show. On Tuesdays, the podcast version of, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol vlog is available. On Wednesdays, alternating releases on the Patreon, we have Settling the Southlands, our homebrew Wolf Warp actual play, and The Slithering, a Pathfinder second edition actual play. 
and on Thursdays, live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network. We've got, wait, did I roll a wild, our Marvel Crisis Protocol Povlog. You can also check out back episodes of Elite Eight Showdown and the first 39 episodes of the Lost Omens podcast, the first 24 episodes of Settling the Southlands, and the first handful of episodes of The Slithering on the YouTube at youtube.com slash the professional casual.